This winter, join the Washington Post in its fight against hunger, homelessness, and poverty with a contribution to Post Helping Hand. To learn more and donate, visit posthelpinghand.com. Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Ice cream. No, I don't need ice cream. Ice cream sandwiches, and maybe later. Ah, there they are. The peas. The frozen peas. I went digging through my freezer for a little show and tell. To tell you about a man you've probably never heard of. A man who changed the way we eat. His name was Clarence Birdseye. He's been dead since 1956. But it was Birdseye, a college dropout who basically invented a new kind of food, frozen food. Hi, Mike. It's Mark Kurlansky. We're uh, set to go here. You won't be surprised to learn that there aren't many frozen food experts out there, but we did find one. I'm Mark Kurlansky. I have 32 books in print. And his specialty is turning quirky topics into bestsellers. What about the history of cod... The history of salt, the history of milk, the history of paper, the history of the Motown song Dancing in the Street. And one about frozen food, a book from 2012 titled Birdseye, The Adventures of a Curious Man. Born in 1886 in Brooklyn, Clarence Birdseye grew up a city boy, but yearned for nature and adventure. His parents sent him to Amherst College in Massachusetts, the school his father attended. It was leafy there, which pleased Birdseye. According to Kurlansky, Birdseye spent his free time wandering open fields with his shotgun in search of critters and insects. One time, strolling around near the local butcher shop, Birdseye discovered some nearly extinct rats. His buddies, they gave him a nickname, Bugs. But in 1908, halfway through his studies, Birdseye dropped out because his family could no longer afford the tuition. He had spent his breaks from school working for the U.S. Biological Service, and after leaving Amherst, he soon found work as a government field naturalist, eventually traveling to Labrador, an isolated region in northeastern Canada, where he stumbled into the fur trading business and a life-changing idea. It was cold in Labrador, like negative 45 degrees in the winter. But the weather, Birdseye discovered, was a blessing when it came to storing food. The native Inuit people he met there would flash freeze the fish they caught by simply using what surrounded them, the frigid air. And when the fish thawed days or months later, the meat was as fresh and tender as the day it was caught. I mean, Birdseye didn't invent frozen foods. There was frozen food around... But it was terrible. It was it was just very mushy and unappealing. And uh, but this stuff was really good. And he realized the reason it was so much better is that it was frozen immediately. It wasn't slowly frozen, and also it was frozen to a very low temperature. And so he realized that was the way you should freeze food. And he just kind of filed that away in his mind. It's not like a light went off and said, "Oh, I'm going to start a frozen food industry or something." When his assignment ended, Birdseye returned to the United States, where he worked as a senior executive with the Fisheries Association. 
he had become very concerned about the quality and safety of food, especially fish. Kurlansky said Birdseye was disgusted by the sanitation and vexed by how difficult it was to get fresh fish to consumers. That's when the light bulb went off. You know, we could do this with fish and bring it to market frozen, and it would be, you know, it would be a much better quality than this fish that just kind of hangs around. Birdseye began tinkering in his own kitchen, trying to make frozen food containers, then eventually conducted a series of experiments inside an ice cream company freezer. Flash freezing, Birdseye thought, was the only solution. In the early 1920s, he started the General Foods Corporation, which used chilled conveyor belts and calcium chloride, in other words, salt, to quickly freeze fresh-caught fish. In 1929, he sold General Seafood for more than $20 million to the company that eventually became General Foods. The frozen food industry was born. Sort of. That was just the beginning of the problems because... Uh, stores didn't have freezers, and people certainly didn't have freezers in their homes. It wasn't really till the 1950s that we had this world in which people commonly used frozen food. Then these foods started to change family life. Busy mothers no longer had to go shopping every day to make dinner for their families. They could buy frozen fish and vegetables, and later, pre-made TV dinners. And peas, of course. Water's boiling. And open them up, drop them in. I'm Mike Rosenwald. I'm making peas. Thanks for listening. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod. Contributions to Post Helping Hand go directly to services run by beneficiaries Bright Beginnings and Street Village and So Others Might Eat that provide shelter, food, education, and other services to those less fortunate in the Washington, D.C. region. Learn more at posthelpinghand.com.